You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Well, never thought you'd uh, end up with this role, huh? Well, it was already kind of like that the past few weeks anyway. <laughs> oh, I know. I thought that this problem was fixed. Yes, I'm sorry. I just enjoy you being my personal chauffeur so much. I'm going to punch you in the that face. That it just, you know, it really worked out probably for the best, I'm sure. I hope you enjoy walking home today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I spent plenty of walking last night. Oh, my God. Blocks and blocks. So, hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nubler here with Sarah Extillan. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. We greatly, greatly appreciate it. We are live here five days a week out of Portland, Oregon, on the Fun Employment Radio Network. And we thank you so much for finding us. Of course, we're available via podcast as well. All over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. All over the cyberwebs. All over the cyberwebs. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so we've got a bunch of stuff that we're going to get to today, but I think um, probably need to address this off the top. First and foremost. First and foremost. Why? Why am I your chauffeur, Greg? Well, let's explain that. So if you follow, uh, if you follow me on Facebook, and I, I actually didn't post anything on Twitter, but it was a public Facebook post, and we got shared a bunch, so maybe people saw it um, last night. I was involved in a car accident. And you're okay. Say that at the beginning. Yes. And that is what I need to make sure is very clear. Um, I'm okay. I'm a little sore, but um, I'm physically, I'm, I'm okay. So uh, I want to make sure that that's, that's out there. And the and, other person's okay, too. And the other person is okay, too. Yeah. yeah that, as far as I know, he was up and walking around. So there were no ambulances or anything like that. Um, but yeah, I was, uh, I was involved in a pretty, pretty big act. Pretty big one, mm-hmm. you know. I would say, as far as vehicles are concerned, it was a, it was a pretty big accident. So, um, last night I uh, I did a uh, you know I do my side job down at the uh, Portland Art Museum, so I was doing that mm-hmm. on my way home and uh, just driving along as you normally do, just doing what you do, doing what you do. And I uh, went through an intersection, very very green light, as green as it can be. Mm-hmm. And, you even uh, made note of it when you're going through. It's like, wow, that light is green. Yeah, very, very green light. That's, as you should when you're driving. As you do. That's that's generally what you're supposed to do. And uh, I was hit by uh, someone who was uh, running a red light at full speed. And um, I don't. I can't. I won't go into too many details, just because the the insurance stuff is still going on. Uh, but yeah, I was hit uh, pre- pretty good. And the car, my truck right now is at a tow yard, so it's it may be totaled, which that's what you were referencing because I just got the damn thing fixed. You just did. I just, I just got it I fixed just last week. I just drove you last week all the way to wherever it was that we went to so that you could get your truck. Yes. After driving you around all week. Yes. Well, I, I appreciate that. I know it's you're making it sound like I'm such a jerk. Like for, you're doing it on purpose. Yeah, like I, this is my choice in life. Greg I really totally wanted, chooses to do this. I really wanted that to happen to mm. make you have to drive me. Uh, yes. To I don't know. You were just saying I was your chauffeur. Well, yeah. In a way, now, now I'm kind of enjoying it, especially now that I know that you don't like it. So... Yeah, I just got the thing, just got it all fixed, you know, and it was, there's that little issue that was going on and truck's all taken care of. And, uh, and yeah, yeah. Then, then this happened. So I don't know, man, like that truck seemed like it was just out to be in an accident for you. No, I swear. No, I mean, like, like you spent all that time getting it all fixed. It was like back in tip top shape. And then this happens. Yeah. That's a little scary. 
Yeah. It's just like it's, that's some Final Destination stuff. It's not Final Destination. It's just like chasing you around. It's like all these things happen. Oh, you got it fixed. It's like, oh, oh, you think, oh, no, you got it all fixed? Oh, well, I'm still going to come and get you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have somebody run into you while you're in an Yeah, there you go. Teach you a lesson for <laughs> nothing. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, it, it, it happened. It was, it was a pretty big thing last night. Um, happened just a little bit after 10 o'clock, 10 p.m. And um, they, uh, you know, the police came. It was a nine one one thing. Um, like I said, myself and the driver were were we were both okay. The Did other, he have a passenger? Driver. Was it just him? It was just him. Okay, so it was just the two of us. And there is one thing though that I did put a call out, and this is what maybe some of you saw. And this is what I'm what I'm looking for. Um, if anybody can help, this isn't going to be much of a description, but there were there were no witnesses that I know of except for possibly one person. So right after the accident, you know, I get out of the car. But I had to like shove my door. My door doesn't really work, so I had to like. Basically... It didn't work after it was hit. No, not really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's doesn't work very well at all. So I anyway. But I got out, and the other guy got out. We're standing in the middle of this intersection, um, on Seventh and Hawthorne here in Portland, Southeast Seventh and Hawthorne, and right in the middle of the intersection. And um, you know, when that kind of stuff happens, you're pretty discombobulated. As far as I, I oh was, yeah, throws you off because that's yeah, the definition of an accident. Like you're not expecting it to happen. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. you're in a little bit of a shock. You know, and so I'm just trying to wrap my head around everything that's going on, you know, and it takes you a minute to kind of snap back into it and realize what's what's going on and what you need to be doing. And there was a guy that uh, guy that was not myself or the other driver that came up there and he was he was talking to us. He was like, you know, do you guys need an ambulance? Do you need this? Do you need this? Um, Checking on us and, uh, you know, just trying to help out. And both of us were like, no, we don't need an ambulance, but, you know, we're going to get a police the police here. We need to file a report, do all that stuff. And um, so he talked for a little bit. And then as I'm, I started taking pictures of the, of the scene, because I knew that would be important to get pictures of everything mm-hmm. and show where everything's laid out. And as I was doing that, um, I, then I started thinking, I was like, wait a minute, that guy, that guy um, might have seen the accident. And I just know after going through, these, uh, going through an accident uh, before when I got rear-ended last year. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, that was the beginning of this year, wasn't it? That well, yeah, that was that was During the beginning the of this big year. Snow. Yeah, when mm-hmm. I got rear-ended, when I was at a complete stop at a stoplight, and I didn't get any of the witnesses that saw the accident, and so I was like, "Wait a minute, I need a, I need the witnesses here. If there is somebody, just to just to verify what I'm saying. I mean, mm-hmm. I, like, I know I'm telling the truth, but I need a witness would help. And so I was like, "Oh, that guy, that guy probably saw it." And I turn around to look at him. He's just got into his truck and started driving off. And so I I ran down part of the street and I'm yelling like, "Hey! Hey!" waving my arm, and he was already gone. He he didn't see me. So I didn't get any kind of a statement from him or get his name or anything like that. So the only description I have, if this is anybody that you that may sound familiar to you or if you know anyone that has talked well, about Well, it's not even some... to sound familiar, but if you like talk to somebody who like, dude, I saw like a, an accident last right. night. Right. Because yeah. this is, this is, I know the description that Greg's going to give and it's right. a little, it's, it's pretty it's a little generic. vague, it's pretty especially generic. in so Portland. It was a white truck, looked like extended cab. I tried to get my phone out to take a picture while he was driving off, but it wasn't fast enough. I would guess it was a maybe a Tacoma, something along those lines, though. But I don't know if it was a Tacoma, something along those kinds of trucks, though. Uh, white truck. He was a white male. No, shocking in Portland, Oregon. <laughs> He's a white male, thirty uh, something. Also shocking. Clean shaven, wearing a wearing. That's a, shocking. I would expect you would yeah, say see, beard. Maybe that's what would mm-hmm. stand out. Uh, wearing a ball cap. And if you know anyone that witnessed an accident on December first. 
at around 10 p.m. at Southeast Hawthorne and Southeast 7th in Portland, Oregon. You hear of anybody talking about it because I'm sure they would have talked about it. You know, if I would if I had seen something like that. Mm-hmm. It was, you know, it was, like I said, it was it was a pretty, pretty messy accident. There yeah. was parts of cars everywhere. And you guys were kind of smashed in the middle of the intersection, right? Yeah, yeah we were yeah. completely blocking the intersection. So if you know anybody like that, if you know anybody that, that's talked about it, please get them in touch with me. Or if you hear of anything, I would love to speak to that person just to uh, just to find out if they were in fact a witness, if they did see everything that went on, and that's that's about it. So that's oh, unfortunately are all the so info I have. Awkward. It's always like he said, she said, like yeah. And you, especially it sucks. I've I've been in that situation before where you know you're in the right, but then it's like almost you have to petition for yourself to be able to like convince somebody. But you're like, but it's the truth. I don't right. know what else I'm supposed to say. I mean, I don't know. I'm not going to speak for for the other person, but you know, I will say what I am. What my version is 100 percent the truth. Uh, yeah, I was driving through on a green light, and uh, I was hit by someone who ran a red light. So that's that's where that's at for me. You know, now you have to deal with all the insurance companies and all that stuff. So I've submitted it. I've dealt with all of that today. Um, as Kay, in, the, in the live chat, I'll go to this, funemploymentradio.com slash live. Uh, Loki says the police should figure it out. I will say this. The Portland police were there. They don't get involved. And this is what the, the Portland police officer told me. And he, he wasn't a jerk, but mm. he was very, uh, very indifferent. He was just like, okay, nobody's hurt. Okay, then that that was kind of where his. And that's for your uh, insurance companies to figure out. That's where the insurance companies. He's like, we don't have the manpower to deal with this and figure out, uh, you know, give the give a statement or anything like that. So that's that's what he told me. You know, I got the accident report as far as all the info and went through that. Yeah, he's he was he was not going to be of any assistance in that area. Mm So that's kind of where that is. And, yeah, I checked to see if they had the light cameras on those on those uh, stoplights. Of course, those are the ones they don't have them of on. Of course not. Yeah. If you'd been up on, like, 12th, they totally oh, do. Yeah, it would have been perfect. I mean, Any other a, intersection, a, even down on Grand. Anywhere except right at the one that I was at. Yeah, right around there. They have so many of them, but they do not have them on that intersection. So there is no, there is no camera. At least not that I know of. Um, you know, well, all you can do is tell them. the truth and hope for the best. Hope that the system, you know, or the insurance companies or whatever, hope it all, like, works out. It's out of my hands now. Out of my hands now. And, um, yeah, but I will say, you know, it was it, it was scary because not only, you know, I, I did hit my shoulder pretty good. That is sore. Um, but, you know, otherwise I'm okay. But, you know, your mind goes to the what ifs and just how fast. I mean, it was a split second. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the chance of two cars meeting in an intersection like that. Well, and I could see if there was like a yellow light or something, but you don't expect to be hit by somebody if you're going through a green light. No, it was a solid green light. Yeah, like, that's was, creepy. Yeah, solid green light. So, I mean, there was no, there was nothing to, to even think about. You know, it's a green light. You go through it. Uh, but this guy, yeah, full on slammed through that. And, but it happened so fast, you know, and you, you do, you do think about it. It's like, wow, that's, that's, that's pretty scary. You know, what could have happened. You, know, you don't want to go down that road too much. Um, luckily, the car that hit me was a small car. Uh, so, you know, but I mean, a second this way or that, or if it had been a different vehicle, you know, who knows? There's, it's just, it's it's weird to think about it. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know? I know. You know, but I am okay. And that's, that is the most important thing out of all of so this. So do you know this person's name? Like, have you looked him up online? Uh, yeah, I have his name. I have that stuff. Because people are saying that you should maybe use your country sleuthing. <laughs> well, I, I mean... He's. It's all goes through insurance companies. That's how it's. That's how it's all going to go. So, uh, yeah. Sorry, but my phone's beeping here while we're on. I, I'm trying to mute it. I have a 
there's a lot of people that have been writing me today just to make sure. So I'm trying to make sure that. Oh, no, they've been writing okay. to me, too. I woke up this morning and I have all these text messages. I'm like, whoa, I have four text messages. What the hell happened? <laughs> because I talked to you, you know, last night. Yeah, you saw my post. Yeah, because I saw your post. And so I immediately had called you. But then, like, this morning, I don't know why people are writing to me. But they're like, hey, Sarah, is Greg okay? <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's okay. I talked to him last night. He said he was okay. <laughs> he's in He's in fine working order. I'm in working order. Yeah. I'm in working order. I am uh, I am a little bit jumpy today, which I did not realize. I, I've, I realized I've, it. I was driving you around today. Yeah, I know. Every time we're even – which I can see you were just in a car accident. Well, That's a traumatic experience. I've never been in an accident like this, uh, to be honest. I've, I've never been in one like this. Like I've, oh, I've really? had a, a, you know, a couple of fender benders in my life. Um, I've been rear-ended more than, more than anything. I rear-ended somebody in – High school or just after high school, I rear-ended an old lady who stopped in the middle of the road in Independence to make a right-hand turn, came to a complete stop, and then was going forward for a right-hand turn. And I, you know, I was 18. Yeah. I ended up bumping her. I didn't even hit her that hard, but she she freaked out like it was the end of the world. Um, but other than that, you know, I, I haven't been in something quite like this. This is... Uh, this this was definitely the most major one I've ever. Yeah, made. you know it was. Yeah, the scariest accident, pretty substantial. Well, the scariest thing that ever happened in my car. Thankfully, I wasn't in the car. It was when that drunk driver stole that car and smashed into my oh, car. Oh yeah, yeah, and shoved it like twenty feet into a telephone pole. Yeah, that was terrifying because I was just in that car like half an hour earlier, and then they had to evacuate the building I was in because my car was. Sh- They're like somebody hit someone's car and it hit the side of the building, and I just knew it. I knew it was mine. I'm like, oh, <laughs> fuck. It, I never drive here because I hadn't been drinking. And I'm like, because I, I didn't feel like walking as so I just drove my car up there. I'm like, I know it's mine. I know it's just mine. Just have that feeling? Just had that feeling. As soon as they said that they were evacuating the bar, which was Sabala's at the time, I'm like, oh, God. And I came out, sure, shit, my car's crumpled, smashed against yeah. a, a telephone pole. I'm like, oh, this is really happening. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's unnerving. I mean, to, to the best of my knowledge, the, to the best of my knowledge, the guy that hit me wasn't under the influence of anything. I mean, the police were there. I assume they would have handled that if he was. Um, I, I encountered – actually, the, where you're talking about where your truck got hit, I encountered a drunk driver one time there that was actually pretty scary. Like I almost got hit as a pedestrian mm-hmm. where I was walking down the street and there was this uh, – it was me and a couple other people and I was walking back to my house. And I heard this loud bang, bang. And I looked down the street and going down 50th, um, I think it was 50th, uh, this car was hitting parked cars. Oh, my God. This guy driving, hitting parked cars and then hit his car so bad that his wheels, like his wheel turned a little bit to where it was uh, the, I think it was the fender. The, oh, like he bent scraping it? against it. Yeah. yeah. The, the wheel bent. And he pulled over to the side of the road and I walked up to him and I'm like, whoa, whoa, uh, hey, dude, you should get out of the car. Get out of the car. And he didn't even see me. It, oh I wasn't. God. I didn't even exist. He was just gunning it, gunning it as it's like spinning. That's trying to get the really thing to go. scary. And finally, he moved the fender enough or something by gunning it. He just took off and like squirreling all over the road and up onto the sidewalk a little bit. Luckily, by then, I backed off the sidewalk into somebody's yard and then just took off around the corner, hit another car and kept going. And so I, I called... You know, 911 that time, too. Greg, I don't have know. you thought that maybe you and cars just aren't the best mix anymore? Maybe you should just, like, walk around in a giant plastic bubble. Uh, maybe I should become trade, a bubble trade boy. In your, trade in your truck for, uh, and become a bubble boy. I really like my truck, though. <laughs> I know you do, but, you know, a truck is a truck, and maybe it just doesn't like you as much back. Well... <laughs> We'll we'll see what happens. It, all that stuff has to. Well, go even through. like with and, you crossing the street a few months ago, and you almost got oh, hit by yeah. a car. I know that one. That was 
That was ridiculous. You have a lot of close calls when it comes to. I don't know. You make me yeah. a little nervous. You're like a little, like walking almost accident all the time. I should, I should just stay at home and live in fear. In a you bubble. should probably just live in fear. Okay. All the time. You should wear reflectors every like all hours of the day. Yeah. I believe that some people need reflectors in life. I don't know You're if reflectors would do much good for you me. You should get one of those helmet things. Have you seen those? I think um, they might just be in beta testing now, but the ones that are the collars, but then if you get hit by something, it like pops up and makes a helmet around your head? No, if I got one of those, you know what would happen? Is I'd be out with one fall? of my no, well, I'd trip and fall or one of my friends would think it was funny and would walk up and like punch that thing so it would just go off and then uh, that's that's exactly what would happen mm-hmm. with, my, with my friends. Yeah, it uh yeah, it, it it's something. But yeah, being jumpy, that was that was weird. That's what I meant though. I've never experienced something like that because you were you were driving and there was just some car turning in a left-hand lane not doing anything wrong. You were in a right-hand lane driving past it and I looked up and saw it and this completely involuntarily like I jumped. I I You did. Yeah. I mean, it it scared me and I did not expect a reaction like that. I've oh, never no. had a reaction I, like that. I it drive, was... I bike, I walk, I run as if every car on the road is trying to kill me. Well, no, I mean, I, I do that too. But I mean, I, I was just surprised about that reaction of myself, mm-hmm. you know, that I would do that over a Well, Greg, it was like less than 24 hours ago. It was a trip. Like, again, it was a traumatic experience. Yeah. Clearly, yeah. it's not like you're a little shaken up about that. Yeah, I'm a little shaken up. Yeah, I am. It, you know, it's well. The most important thing. thing is that you are okay. It is. Mm-hmm. It is. Well, and that I'm I'm okay and I'm here and we're doing a show, which is which is what I love. Mm-hmm. You know, and so um, you know what would make me though even feel even better. What? What would make me like really happy and like totally be able to get over this? What would make you happy? Uh, like some laughs. Some you laughter. Know, laughter is the laughter. best medicine. Laughter is the best medicine. Especially after, you know, a, a close call and a car accident. It is. You know, I made it through. I mean, people probably want to show you their support. They want to be like, man, Greg, you know, it's it, it's kind of scary. Things happen in, in a second. In a second. And you can't control it. Nope. But I can control December 10th where I'll be at the Secret Society where I'm going to be watching the Fun Employment Radio Comedy Showcase. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to be there, too. <laughs> starts at 8 p.m. That's at 116 Northeast Russell. 116 Northeast Russell. Tickets on sale. You can go to uh, funemploymentradio.com to get those. Seven bucks. Seven bucks gets you an amazing night of comedy. And maybe, just maybe, a little bit of poetry. Oh. Maybe. I still haven't completely decided. It would make me feel but better, the so. pressure is every person that's bought tickets and is starting to write me saying, like, I bought my tickets because you said that you're going to be <laughs> doing your poetry. Which you didn't actually, which makes me even more happy that people are already assuming that you're going to do it. If people are purchasing tickets, you know, to, to of course, see Steve Wilbur and Adam Posse and Amy Miller and Zach Desconi, um, and if they also want to me to read that which nobody really does i mean nobody wants to nobody wants to read some sad girls like 18 year old poetry i'm pretty sure everyone wants you to read that and do that in front of everyone on december 10th at the secret society at 116 northeast russell tickets available at funemploymentradio.com everybody wants to see that you seem like you would be the perfect opener for this night of for this night of comedy not because it's comedic, you know, because it's very serious, the reading of your journal from when you were 18. Those are very serious emotional thoughts that you had, you know, very deep, deep things. And to get everybody, you know, thinking. And then, then it'll be like, okay, well, now we, need to, now we need to laugh. I actually had to close it, so I brought it with me. And I 
Yeah, if I do bring it, I, I have to bring the journal itself because it's so 90s. It's fuzzy. <laughs> what was the title of one of the Sorority of Lies? Sorority that was of your... Lies. <laughs> oh, that is amazing. That is amazing. Yes, that has to happen. Oh, it's got to happen. Sarah, you know it does. It's funny, like how much I, I didn't realize how I have, now I'm understanding like why I have so many like anxiety dreams still about the sorority because I hated it there. Yeah, I'm, I look through my journals. I'm like, I was talking about um, I was reading it yesterday. And one of the things that you had to do when you lived in a in a house, I don't know if you had to do this if you were in a fraternity, but you have uh, uh, phones like phone duty. Where oh, you have yeah. To, uh-huh. yeah. Where you have to sit in the foyer. Yeah. And basically, if anyone calls, you have to, you know, reroute the phone number, like reroute yeah. the calls or whatever. Yeah. And I remember I, I was reading one passage that I was writing in like January of 99. And I was talking about sitting in the foyer, like, you know, doing the phone thing. And it's just like, God, it, it's like, this sucks. Like, everybody who's in the room is talking about people who aren't in the room. And then when the people who aren't in the room come back in, then they all start talking about the person who just left. I'm like, this is so, like, I hate living here. Well, it was weird. Wow. Because I didn't remember how much I disliked it. Very deep. I'm so deep. I wasn't so saying deep. that was deep. I'm saying, like, <laughs> yeah, uh, Carrie, it was a buzzer system. Okay. And there was a so visitor. How merch- would that work? Because I, I do remember sororities because you couldn't. Well, you had you couldn't go to a sorority unless you were like invited in, right? Well, you no, you could you could go in, but you Maybe that uh, was just me. There was an intercom. You were banned from them. There was an intercom, and basically, um, there was like a way to say it. So if you had a female uh, visiting you in the in the foyer, you'd be like, you know, so and so, you have a uh, you have a visitor in the foyer. But if it's a man, and like you know, like some like creepy dudes, like like it's always guest. Oh. So if like when someone's paging like, you know, so and so you have a guest in the foyer, you have a guest in the foyer. And so if you you know, if you hear guest, you know it's a guy, and if you're not expecting a guy, then you then know you not just to go down. Don't show up. Mm-hmm. And then what do you what do you say to the guy? Like, I know you can leave a wait? note, you can like there was a book that you could leave a note in for people. Weird. Mm-hmm. Huh. That explains a lot. <laughs> huh. All right. Were you called a guest a lot and nobody came down? Probably. probably. <laughs> no, I dated a couple of sorority girls. Uh, the worst thing I ever did, though, was – I mean, I thought it was going to be the greatest thing ever. So one of the – one of my friends who was – he was like a senior when I was a freshman at uh, at Oregon State. And he got me this job of being a houseboy at one of the sororities. Oh! Houseboy. And it was it was a sorority. Oh, what? Because you thought all the girls would want to bang you because you're like serving them food. Basically, oh, that's, that's what so I thought. Misled. An eighteen year old. So misled. I was like, oh my gosh, this will be sweet. I'll be in their house. They're all really hot. And it, it was a very good looking sorority. The, the girls were quite attractive. Um, but there's nothing they find attractive less than the guy who's handing them mashed potatoes for dinner. That or the guy that has to clean their plates. I dated afterwards. a houseboy. Well, you weren't at briefly. This one. <laughs> yeah. Well, he was. Uh, yeah, he w- he didn't serve mashed potatoes. Like he was in uh, like one of the older ones. Oh yeah. Yeah, but I mean, he didn't serve mashed. Potatoes. You guys would have to serve the food. Yeah, we. So all the, all I worked our at the kitchen. Did was just prepare it and then set it out. No, I did the kitchen duty. So, <laughs> like, there was a cook that made the food. I didn't have to make prepare the food, but I would get it on the plates and stuff like that, and then. They would take it, and then when they were done, they'd throw all the trays and everything in there, and then I had to clean them. Me and this other guy You're had to clean them. You're a tray boy? Yeah, I was a tray boy. It was the worst. It was the worst. Like, I have never been looked down upon that much by all these girls except for in there. I mean, I, they, would, they wouldn't even look me in the eyes. they just, like, throw it at me. Oh, that's mean. It sucked. I did it for one term. I still have somewhere an uncashed check 
from uh, Kappa Delta Sorority that I never cashed. It was for like $15 or something. <laughs> I found it. I've got it somewhere at home. Maybe I'll try to cash it now. That, yeah, it was. I think you might not be able to I cash did, it anymore. I did that. Right? I agreed to do it for one term. It was. It was lame. That sounds awful. It was not fun. Yeah. Yeah. I never did that again. <laughs> well, even there was even a girl that was in learned. one of my classes that I knew what from you call business your class. Boy? No, she would. She would be like we were fine. We were, uh, you know, on the same level when we were um, we were peers in college. If we were going to class there, she would ignore me and not even look at me. Because she didn't want bitch. to admit that she knew the houseboy outside of outside of the school. Wow, your your college like the the hierarchy was a lot different than mine. Like the houseboys would sit and eat dinner with us. What? No, that's what I thought I was gonna get. Yeah, I was like, this is an inn, man. I'm gonna be hanging out. No, with No, because girls. the house mother. No. In case in case you guys don't know about um, sororities, I don't know if you had this in fraternities, but you always have to. There's one adult that lives in the house, and it's called the house mother. And basically, they have their own room, and yeah. they sit there. Yeah, we had a house mom. So we had a house mother. Her name, um, which I looked her up just to see if she was still alive. And by God, she's still the house mother of the sorority I was in. Whoa, that's weird. It's so weird. There's something her- kind of creepy about that. So, okay, so her name was uh, is Mrs. Neat. Okay. Mrs. Neat. She is German, and she was very scary, and she chain-smoked in her room. They like, let their smoke in there. I don't know if they knew, but you could just smell the smoke coming out of her because it was right on the right when you walked into the house. Her room was like at the bot at the bottom floor of the foyer. That's weird. Yeah, yeah. that's that, that's where uh, mm. our house mom's. And so to. that's what dinner was. So basically, the house boys would like put all the food out. Uh, all the girls would like Miss Neat would go and sit at the head of the table. You get in line, and the way that you're in line, you sit around the table. Uh huh. Um, so like basically, all the girls would, and uh, then the house boys. As soon as all the girls sit down, then they all go. Through, get their food and sit down as well. Huh? Yeah. So it was like equals. I mean, everyone or they come and sit with you or whatever. That is ridiculous. That was. It could not have been further from that. We got food, but we had to eat in the back in the kitchen. Oh no! No, we weren't even allowed to go into the dining room. Like that's how it was. We were that separated. That is so. Uh, looking back on that, that was so lame. Ugh! I hated it. And yet here you have. Amazing. That's exactly what I wanted as a houseboy. <laughs> I got your dream houseboy yeah. scenario. Like, fine. I'll wash some dishes. I get to hang out with a bunch of hot chicks. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. This is my inn. We're all going to be fighting over the houseboy. Like, no. Nobody's fighting over the houseboys. No, no. I was. I learned my lesson. Anybody going to school right now, that's, that's what it was like for me. Don't do it. Greg Nibbler. Houseboy. <laughs> yeah, it's asking, could it have just been you, Greg? It was me and all the other guys that were there. It was uh, one other dude from my fraternity that I was in. And then Greg, you should totally a make a like ones. a kooky movie, um, you know, a la, um, I don't know, some like Will Ferrell-esque type thing and just call it Houseboy. <laughs> I'm surprised that hasn't been made. I feel like it has been. No, there's like Waterboy. Yeah. And there are all kinds of college movies, but I don't know if anyone's ever made one about houseboys. Because unless you really know what it is, you don't really yeah, nobody hear really about understand. a houseboy. Which actually sounds wrong the more I'm saying it. Houseboy! Houseboy. Oh, houseboy. <laughs> God. Wow. Oh, Nipplesons chat says, nobody wanted the houseboy, the Greg Nibbler story. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still um, buddies with a couple of the houseboys from our um, from high school on Facebook. <laughs> See, that just that just angers me even more. Not that I wanted to be friends. These girls weren't nice, but still. God. 
could have been amazing. Yeah, those girls sound like bitches. They, they were. Yeah. Yes, they were. Oh, hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Greg, so I realized I, I, I scooted over a lot of... Um, Thanksgiving stories that happened over uh, the past weekend. So I wanted okay. to go ahead, give a little uh, joyful Thanksgiving recap of all the magical things that happened. All right. With people in their celebrating. Okay. Now, of course, uh, Thanksgiving's traditionally the time of year that families get together, families, friends, loved ones. Is get it? together. I didn't know that. And give thanks. It's true. I'm just letting you know in case you didn't. Filling it in for anybody who doesn't know what Thanksgiving is. No. But, Greg, let me tell you this. One Pennsylvania man was less than thankful when his girlfriend stabbed him because she got angry that he started eating their Thanksgiving dinner without her. (laughs) (laughs) So this woman's name is Jacqueline Blake. She's 47 years young. Went berserk and chased her boyfriend, Benjamin Smith, around their dining room table after he decided to eat because she had been drinking all day and tried to sleep off her hangover. Uh, that's when Jacqueline Blake... <laughs> and then woke up hungry and pissed. Woke up hungry and pissed that Benjamin Smith had already eaten Thanksgiving dinner. Uh, so after she woke up and found him to be eating without her, she plunged a knife deep into his chest before throwing the knife at his face. Officers responded to the scene and found her boyfriend inside holding a towel over his chest. When officers arrived, Blake uh, arrived. Blake allegedly just said, I stabbed him. <laughs> Smith was hospitalized with non-life-threatening injuries. Wow. <laughs> yeah, Jacqueline Blake. She sounds Blake. like a blast to be around. Yeah, I mean, why would he have not waited for her? She seems pretty fun. <laughs> that guy's just a jerk. Yeah, I mean, how dare Clear, he? Clearly. How, how dare he be hungry? Uh, yeah, so he was hospitalized with non-life-threatening injuries. Um, Blake was taken to county jail. She's been charged with aggravated assault, simple assault, reckless endangerment, and making terror threats. Wow. Yeah, I don't I don't know what the terror threats were. Is it terror threats with the knife? I guess. I mean, if she's threatening to stab someone, mm-hmm. that, that is terrifying. That was, that was good. But, but, I thought you were trying to make a pun there. No, I wasn't. Okay. I know. All you right. kind of left me out there, and now it sounds bad that I, I didn't know. make one. I'm so. sorry about that. Wow. Just blame everything on the accident. Just say, I'm sorry, I'm still a little shaken up. I'm still a little shaken up. There you go. It's not my fault. Thanksgiving story number two out of Norwalk, California. Greg, buying a Barbie doll has become a dangerous activity. Oh, really? It's full of danger. Yes, deputies were called to the Norwalk Walmart... Yes, this past Thanksgiving Day to break up a fight between two women fighting over a Barbie doll. Uh, when deputies arrived at the store, they found the two identifi- uh, unidentified women fighting. Witnesses say that the women were shoving and pushing each other over the last Barbie of a particular style. However, they do not say what style the Barbie was. Also, one of the witnesses says that one of the women also tried to punch the other one in the face over the Barbie. A witness said the whole thing was very stupid and very dumb. Is all <laughs> Dep- of this just angry lady stories? And Thanksgiving story. I didn't realize it was ladies. Yeah, I guess this is lady story number two. Lady Thanksgiving story. Ladies celebrate Thanksgiving number two. Uh, so deputies were able to defuse the incident and nobody was arrested. Now, no word on uh, if either woman was able to take home the Barbie that they were fighting over. <laughs> if you're at a point in your life, well, A, you're shopping on Thanksgiving. You're an asshole. B, you're fighting over a Barbie doll in the middle of Walmart I don't on know. Thanksgiving. You've made some wrong turns in your life. Right. Wrong turns. Yeah. You do wonder what led to that. How you get to that point. Like, I mean, 
did they not think to just go somewhere else or like I don't know. It's very bizarre to me. I can't even put myself into that world. I don't know if these were like really. I'm trying to think what would make me that mad. Like to where I would fight over like a, some item at a store. A, I wouldn't be at Walmart. Um, I don't know. Well, if you were going to get like a screaming deal on something, but I mean, that's a Barbie. What, what, yeah, well, it's a Barbie, number one. I can't think of what it would be for me. You know what's weird is that, um, like, I wouldn't get mad about someone like take, trying to take the last one. But when we were at, uh, when I went shopping with my mom and my sister, and we. Oh, uh, yeah, you went shopping, yeah. Not on Thanksgiving, but the day after. The day after. Um, but went in Bremerton, and there was a woman who was standing next to my mom's cart. Who was trying to like take this? My mom got this like gnome thing that was going to be a present for my dad because he does a lot of yard work. Blah blah blah. He has like a bunch of gnomes, and this woman was trying to steal the gnome out of my mom's cart. It was crazy. Yeah. Did your mom hit her? My mom did not hit her. Did they fight? They did not fight, but it was like really awkward. It's like, oh, this actually happens. People try to steal shit out of other people's carts because I guess my mom got like one of the last. Like wooden gnome things, it was like eighty percent off or something. I've met your mom. I could see her giving a pretty thorough verbal beatdown. Oh, my mom is scary. She would as like hell. rip someone apart. Oh, if she wanted to. She's the nicest person ever. I've, I've, she's very nice. But uh, if I no, could she's see scary. being on her bad side, she's yeah. where I get my scary side. Yeah, she she would scare me. Mm-hmm. Oh, growing up, like she has this thing where she can raise the one eyebrow, and I knew I was just fucked as soon as like whenever she'd raise it, she'd be like, she wouldn't even say anything. She'd just look at me and raise the one eyebrow, and I'm like. It was the scariest thing ever. It's still kind of scary. Huh. So, that's my story about that one. You certainly don't have any of those qualities. I don't have any of them. I'm so nice. From Walmart to Walmart. This is Walmart. That one was in California. This Walmart's in Georgia. In Milton, Georgia, to be specific. A man accused of shoplifting while riding a motorized shopping cart through Walmart is currently being held in county jail after he pulled a knife and tried to escape while using a walker. (laughs) <laughs> this guy was zipping around Walmart in uh, a rascal, shoplifting things. <laughs> I'd live in the dream. That's and what he's doing. tried to get out of the store by parking the rascal and then shuffling away with his walker. <laughs> <laughs> I, I kind of like this guy. <laughs> I know. I kind of admire his zest for life. Uh, so this guy's name is Sean McCarty. Who's, oh, excuse me. No, excuse me. Uh, so the police captain who arrested him's name is Sean McCarty. So this is 56-year-old Michael Durkin. Uh, so Michael Durkin was the man who was uh, riding a, the motorized shopping cart around Walmart. He was picking up items while he rode the scooter through the store and then drove past the register without paying for anything. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> he actually went past the register. That's just like rubbing it in their face. He rode past the register. Was he flipping them off as he did it? I don't know if he did. It doesn't say anything about a middle finger. They don't ever catch me. Uh, Durkin then abandoned the scooter, grabbed his non-purchases that he had stolen and used his walker to try to flee the store. (laughs) A loss prevention officer approached Durkin, who then pulled a knife and threatened the police officer. So he had the walker in one hand, a knife in the other. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. Is there a picture of this gentleman? Um, I'm sure there is. So his name's Michael Durkin. Okay, I'm sure it's somewhere. I kind of want to look up this hero. All right, I'm sure somebody will find him. All right, all right. Uh, So police say that a security officer followed Durkin up the street, who was using his walker, walking down the street with all (laughs) of the stolen property until officers arrived. Please tell me there's video of this. (laughs) Durkin is now being held in county jail on charges of theft by shoplifting and aggravated assault. Oh, I bet he was real feisty too when they caught up with him. Oh, I'm sure, especially if he pulls a knife on after like trying to steal (laughs) everything. With a walker, I love that he's got (laughs) it. Come close enough so I can stab you. <laughs> I need to stab you. <laughs>
<laughs> I mean, really, though, ultimately, who wouldn't want to drive around in a rascal and just, like, pick things off of shelves and be like, well, yep. That's well, nice. I mean, that's like a like a shopping spree. Yeah. A rascal shopping spree. There needs to be a game show with that. There not that, like, what that TV show was where you could run around with your shopping cart and get as many groceries as you can? Yeah, but with rascals. That's how you take it up another level. That's just, that's taking up a lazy level. Because <laughs> rascals can only level. go so fast. No, because you can bring your own rascals and you can soup them up. So whoever has the fastest rascal can get around and get, get stuff faster. <laughs> oh my gosh, this sounds amazing. Racing <laughs> rascals around a grocery store? When my grandmother was alive, uh, she had a rascal. And they had to, the retirement home that she lived in, they actually had to throttle it. Because she was going too fast down the hallways, and she got in trouble, and so they made it. So they throttled her rascal so she couldn't go very fast. So like her top speed was like, you know, like five miles an hour, because she was just like... Just like, turning around and taking people seriously, out. Seriously, we were just like, we'd chase after her. Like, she did not... No fucks were given. She would just be like going, like flying down the hallway, and my sister and I are like, like have her purse, and we're chasing after her. And then, yeah, they, they actually throttled it. Wow. Yeah. It was pretty entertaining, I've got to say. She used to, like, ride around in the parking lot showing how fast she could go, like, doing little, like, <laughs> like circles in the parking Peeling lot. Peeling out. That's amazing. <laughs> it was pretty awesome. <laughs> All right. And I finally have my two for... Greg, I noticed this. I know that um, you don't look at as many weird stories as I do. However, there has been a really strange trend in the news lately with people and meat. Okay. Now, I mean, with okay. the story of the woman yesterday who stole oh, yeah. like the $6,400 worth of sausage. The sausage thief. We have tons of people who put like, you know, shop off like steaks under their shirts. Yeah, that's true. Like meat is a real hot commodity these days. Which I know you cook it afterwards and I know meat's expensive. I still wouldn't eat it after it's been lathered up Shirt in somebody's. Meat? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. Well, this latest story comes out of Austin, Texas. Uh, so according to an arrest aff- affidavit. This is a story about a man named Ricardo Cardona. Ricardo Cardona. Who decided to Sounds break... Sounds like a, a villain on like an 80s, like Miami Vice or something like that. My name is Ricardo Cardona. Or like a, you he killed te- my father. teams up with the A-team in like a crossover for oh, one Oh, he totally does. Does he chew on a big cigar? Ricardo Cardona. And he has a really sweet mustache. Yeah. He'd be, he'd be like, the, uh, like the Mexican version of face. I don't A-team. know what that means. You don't know what face? Mm-mm. <sighs> He's Bradley Cooper in the new movie. Okay. You, you just don't understand this, dude. No, I don't. I'm Ricardo sorry. I'm not getting Cardona. your A-team. Re- that might be my new uh, karaoke name. Ricardo Cardona? Ricardo Cardona. But well, what did he do? Ricardo Wait a Cardona. Maybe I, wanna, maybe I don't want to be Ricardo no, Cardona. No, Ricardo Cardona is okay. He didn't do anything too untoward except for, you know, break into a meat store and uh, steal sausages and get a good night's sleep. <laughs> this is what uh, 28-year-old Cardona did. So uh, on video, it was shown that he tried for 20 minutes to kick down the door at Hudson Meats and finally succeeded. Uh, as they continue to watch the video, they see that he goes over to the cooler and grabbed a couple sausages and starts gnawing on them. Oh, wow. Then Cardona walked over to the 40-degree meat cooler. He was going to try and rest. Uh, quickly realized it was a little too cold for him to sleep there, then turned back. Uh, then Cardona, still had his sausages, walked into the office at about 5.30 a.m., found a coat, kicked his feet up on a desk, and fell asleep. When employees showed up at Hudson Meats in the morning for their 7 a.m. shift, they found the suspect and called police. He was still sleeping? He was still sleeping <laughs> after eating his sausages, yeah. just hanging out in there after kicking the door open. Tuckered out after uh, all those sausages. So as soon as the officers showed up, uh, Ricardo Cardona woke up to the sight of them and said, I don't work here. 
He was charged with criminal <laughs> trespass. Well, I bet they figured that out on their own, but that's very honest of him. Now, Cardona told police he was out drinking with friends the night before, and he was uh, likely cold, and that might have led to his decision to kick in the door at Hudson Meats. Had a craving for sausages. The police don't think the suspect had any plans to steal from the business, even though he did ingest a couple of sausages. <laughs> And finally, the favorite, my favorite way to start a sentence for the most part. Hi, I talk sometimes. A Florida man. Ah. Now this is out of Deland, Florida. Okay. Now a Florida man has been arrested over the weekend for stealing several pounds of cow tongue and shoving them down his pants. Ugh. Several pounds of cow tongue. I... There's so much gross about that. I I hear from people all the time about how tongue tongue is disgusting. Is well, Tongue's... no, I hear from people saying that it's that it's supposed to be really good. Oh, it's no. delicious meat. Gross. It all. I would never be able to get it out taste of buds. my head. Taste buds. Yeah, that it has taste buds, mm-hmm. and that I, I, I all I would think about is chewing my own tongue. No, my mom tricked us into eating it once. I still remember. I was like in fourth grade. No, I and I ate it, and it was like this weird, nubby, tough thing. And she's like, "Oh, I'm like, what is this meat?" Oh no. Bro, I just and it was do tongue. It. No, and it has. And I'm a meat eater, and I know that doesn't make rational sense. I, but it's just the mental it's part a, of it. It's, it's a, a mental, big muscle. It's a mental block. I could not. I would not be able to get over. No, I cannot get over. No, it. and you shouldn't because it's disgusting. Yeah. Well, this guy uh, stole. Uh, he is a fan of tongue. So th- this is at a Walmart, mind you. <laughs> That's what this she is uh, 6.5 pounds of cow tongue. He stole it from Walmart. By shoving it down his pants. This guy's name is Jason Puckett, 44 years young, was charged with retail theft after he shoved the tongue in his uh, into his pants and then left the store. Uh, police say he left the store without paying. They were able to, however, apprehend him in the parking lot. They always catch these Walmart thieves in the parking lot. Well, they, however, they're what, out of the store and then they think, well, what Walmart free. has a meat department? No, there's the ones that have grocery stores now. Oh, okay. From what I've heard, I don't know if I've ever seen one, but yeah, there's ones... To have, like, full-on grocery store to add into it. Oh. Anyway, so this guy tried to steal 6.5 pounds of, uh, pounds of cow tongue, was uh, caught in the parking lot. He was taken to jail in a $2,500 bail. He remained in jail. He remains in jail as of today. So, I don't know. Maybe it was just cow tongue for one. Oh. Nobody wants to do-do-do. Nobody's bailed him out. He's just sitting there. Nobody wants to eat with him because he's just shoving cow tongues down Nobody wants cow tongue that's been touching that's, your dong. That's no way to find somebody to share dinner with. <laughs> oh, I would never eat tongue. All right, and there you go. There's my the end of uh, my meat-themed world of crazy. <laughs> well, it started off with ladies fighting. Crazy ladies. Yeah. Then there was kind of the um, like the Walmart. Uh-huh. Ebb and flow riding a the, little bit. Riding the Walmart train. Riding the Walmart train. Walmart is the gift that keeps on giving for World of Crazy. It sure is. I mean, what would the world be without it? No, I would say I need Florida more than I need Walmart. Yeah. If you had to pit them against each other. Florida's no, more valuable. No, no. Maybe Walmart. Which is more valuable? For your World of Crazy segment, which you do every day, which do you think provides more Well, content? let me see. I'm looking at this right now. So I have five stories today. Okay. Um, let's see. So there's one from Florida. So I've... I've Florida Walmart. Let's see. This one's from... All right. No, that's not Walmart. There's another Walmart. So that's two Walmart, one Florida. Okay. It's three Walmart, one Florida. Oh, boy. Sounds all like right. a landslide. Three Walmart, one Florida. I need Walmart more. Yeah. I need Walmart more. I mean, between... It's a, I mean, I'm just for world for world of crazy purposes. Yeah. I, I need it. Okay. 
Yeah, you have to have it. Mm-hmm. You have to have it. I mean, and just think of all of the... I mean, virtually every, every public masturbation story you've had has, has to, had to do with Walmart. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Now, you combine Walmart and Florida, that's a whole different level. I mean, that's a whole that's a, level. That's a thing of its own. Mm-hmm. That's a thing of beauty right there. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, there you go. You know what you can't find in Walmart, Sarah? And what can't you? Sonic sketches. Oh, yeah. That's right. <gasps> Tis the holiday season. I got a Sonic sketch for someone for Christmas. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Well, a couple st- of them, actually. I still have a very special one that we're supposed to be selling, but I'm, I'm, I'm fighting myself to sell it. Wait, why? What are you talking we're about? So, uh, we, have a, we have a very special Sonic sketch that uh, we need to offer up for oh, sale yeah. on the website that everybody has agreed to sell, and I... I kind of want to keep it for myself, but I'm not going to do it. Um, so that will Why be. Why did you bring up. it up? If you wanted to keep it for yourself, you should never. Because I me. did that because I know I'm not supposed to. It's something that's <laughs> supposed to be sold. It's a very special one that may or may not be autographed by all of the members of Courage. That it's going to go on sale. But besides that, that'll go oh, up at some point. Okay, I need to know more about this. There are any number of Sonic sketches just choose from. SonicSketches.com. You can go there. I know I, I, I stumbled on it. I'm going to call it out. You're doing good. SonicSketches.com. Oh, that was perfect. Yes. That was perfect. I also spent uh, between the two jobs and then standing out for the accident about probably six and a half, seven hours out in um, the uh, sub-freezing temperatures last night. Oh, for your work? Yeah. For, oh, for that, I had to stand outside and then, then the accident, I was outside for a long time. Oh, that's... So, Brought the cold back a little bit just to add on to it. Oh, SonicSketches.com, our fine sponsor, where you can go there and take a look at the amazing artwork. I know a lot of people have been buying them. It is the perfect uh, Christmas present or, or holiday gift, whatever you would mm-hmm. want to call it, that you can pick up for someone. SonicSketches.com, it's unique. Um, basically, it takes whatever someone's favorite song is and turns it into artwork. So you're going to look like a badass because who else is going to find something like that? SonicSketches.com. Use the offer code FUNEMPLOYMENT and you get free shipping. Awesome. And I believe it's free shipping anywhere in the world. Anywhere in the world. Like anywhere. Yep. So SonicSketches.com. Use the offer code FUNEMPLOYMENT and get free shipping and be a hero. <laughs> be a hero? Yes. That's a yes indeed. Be a hero. That was very inspiring, Greg. It is. Mm-hmm. Well, I've tried my best. Well, sorry we're a little frazzled today. Like behind the scenes too, we have been running around... And like Greg's been trying to get everything done, and I've been driving everywhere. So I mean, so between the two of us, it's been a pretty chaotic morning. <laughs> it has been. It has been. Uh, Sarah, seriously, thank you very oh, much no for, for helping me out with that. Like this. you um, choose to get into a car accident. Yeah, Jesus. it was not my choice. It that, was not that your is choice. for sure. It is not my. I am just glad the the ultimate thing is that you are okay. That I'm the, okay, and and so is and the other person. Down, exactly, and, and it just comes down know. to it. You know, cars are just things. You like. Yeah. You are irreplaceable. Yeah. Vehicles are so. Yep. Yep, so... You aren't... Yeah, your irreplaceable vehicles aren't... I believe aren't. it's out of my hands now. Yeah, there we go. Wait a minute, did you just say I was replaceable? No, I did said you your say? irreplaceable vehicles are not. Yes, that's what I mean. Okay. I used the not in the right place that time. Okay, that did work out. Mm-hmm. All right. Um... Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. <laughs> now you're passing me, you're crazy. Give us a call, 503-575-9120, and pick up your tickets now at funemploymentradio.com for the comedy showcase. I don't know, depending on if we're selling tickets, I, that's what's going to sell me on whether or not I'm going to do the poetry, because I'm either going to do it next Wednesday or never. So there's your choice, next Wednesday or never. So we also created a um, Facebook group, plus this is going to be the last time we're going to be having an event for a long time, so, yeah. um, you know, because... 
we don't get out too much and we don't get to bump into a lot of you on the street. So if you want to hang out and have some drinks and shoot the shit in a way that we weren't able to at the listener party, yeah, this is happening. Yeah, see some amazing comedy, I mean, we'll too. all be on the floor. We'll all be hanging out together uh, December 10th at Secret Society. Tickets at FunEmploymentRadio.com. Pick Looking them up. forward to hanging out with all of you. Yes, pick up your tickets now. That was really inspiring, Greg. Yes, indeed. Also, if you know anybody who drives a white truck, a white male, 30-something, clean shaven, Lives in hat, Portland. <laughs> maybe lives in Portland. And witnessed an ac- accident on Southeast Hawthorne and 7th on December 1st at about 10 p.m. Get him in touch with me. Love to talk to him. All right. Thank you so much, everybody. <laughs> you guys are fantastic. We, uh, we love you all. We love you so much. And we will be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Dot com. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.